Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband, Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife, Shan Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. This is the froth. Yesterday's non-news today. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Woman spends thousands on a vet for farting dog before discovering real culprit. Greg farts on a Spaniard's hand. Rod poos his pants. Greg's sister's friend Helen projectile vomits. Sean drinks a pint of top shelf. Rod and Greg get so drunk they steal another man's breakfast. And what was supposed to be a lovely festive Christmas treat, instead the froth Christmas special turns into a disgusting, debauched, foul festive feast of bodily fluids. It really does. And those are the Christmas special headlines. Right then, the final episode of series uh, four, episode 48, the Christmas special. Our special guest, Greg Davis, coming up any minute uh, before we get on with our frothy stories. Um, Quick plug for my tour, the Book of John stand-up tour, which finishes in 2022. I have finished for 2021, but tickets now on sale for next year's show, coming to a theatre near you. Rod Gilbert, the Book of John, it's the perfect Christmas gift. Check out my website, www.rodgilbertcomedian, for more details from January through to June 2022. Starting out in places like Stoke and Chesterfield and Peterborough and Glasgow and then all over the shop until June 2022. Get your tickets now. Right then, let's get special guest all the way from over there, Greg Davis. Let's get him on. Where are you, Greg? Greg! It looks a bit like Father Christmas. In shade. It is the Christmas special episode of The Froth. Welcome special guest Greg Davis. Present. Present. Christmas present. Christmas present. Very nice. Sean Harris, present. Hello. Barry Castagnola, present. Present. Why are you wearing shades, Greg? I'm not in shades. I'm wearing glasses. Oh, right. Sorry, love. I thought you were in dark glasses. (laughs) Do you think I'm Roy Orbison? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
what I thought you were abroad. You definitely look like you've <laughs> no, got shit out. They look one, tinted one, though. They're not love. I, well, I think it's just because the light, the light of my window is there. What if I do this? Is that... Greg, unfortunately, regardless of the light of your window, you are going to look like Bono in this podcast <laughs> to anybody watching it. You look an absolute bellend. Nah. Why? Because you you clearly shades got cool. like you got shades on. You look like Bono, honestly. You have got shades indoors on a on a. Where are you? But is I haven't that... got. But I haven't got shades on. Yeah, but you, your glasses on this Zencaster recording look, look, like look like sunglasses. You look like Bono. You and do it, look like Bono. Any listener or viewer is going to think you've got shades on. No, that's better. I'm, I'm, impressed that, I'm impressed that you went for such a contemporary reference as Bono. Because <laughs> I went for Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, All right, kids. What? Yeah, all you right. know what it's like when you look all like right. Roy Orbison? You know what it's like when you're, when you're touring with the travelling Wilburys? Who <laughs> <laughs> are 95% dead now. I, I can't think of anybody since Bono that wears sunglasses, that is known for wearing sunglasses indoors and on TV. Have you not started to notice you're doing um, making um, old references, though? Yeah. I've, yes. I've Even I have. tipped over now. Yeah, I don't know what's popular. Yeah, yeah. Fuck knows. I do. I'm I was, done with the kids. Was, You're not, love. I was, I was speaking to, to an adult the other day who hadn't heard of, um, hadn't heard of the Smiths, and I, I almost attacked her. <laughs> what? If it was socially acceptable, I would have been jumped on her like a puma. I was so distraught. Well, you know what my one was. My one was when I was talking to a yeah a young adult, and they'd never heard of Mr. T. And, it, and I was trying to explain who that was, and I couldn't. I would. I wasn't doing it justice because it is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know and, what I mean? And, what, and, and how did you describe Mister? I, like, I was like, okay, he was. He used to wear loads of chains. He was in the A team, and I think was he a. Fu- I what's had the, like a, What's the A team? <laughs> exactly. What's the A team? Okay, they were a gang. I think they were on the run. <laughs> Hell, I've no they, idea. They were merc- they were mercenaries, Sean. Oh, I don't remember that bit at the top. <laughs> they were ex-military. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be a cutoff point, isn't hasn't there? The, a cultural cutoff. No, point. but we know who Henry like, the I don't know. Is. I don't. I don't know much about Mister Rogers, though. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing. I watched that film there's and a... I was like, I don't get it. I it's, I get that it's good. What film are you talking about? I know. I, I know that Mister Ed. I know that Mr. Ed, the talking horse, they used to put um, yeah. uh, peanut butter on the roof of his mouth to make him talk. <laughs> well, is that all it takes to make animals talk? <laughs> yeah, to make, it, to make it look like they're talking, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not convinced he was actually talking. Ah, uh, That's very different. Oh, yeah. They put butter on the top of his mouth to make it look like he was talking. It doesn't actually give him speech. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't actually go, get his, get his peanut butter off my mouth. Fucking Doctor Doolittle's less impressive now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Just going round with a slice, Talk a slice. To the animals. Anyone <laughs> can, mate. A jar of peanut butter. Anyone can. What's, what's that you got there, Doctor Doolittle? Is that, is that a jar of sun Nothing. I see behind you? Nothing. <laughs> no. What's that big jar in your hand? <laughs> What's that big jar you've got in your hand? I haven't got a big jar in my hand. I can talk to the animals. <laughs> Why do you speak of peanuts? <laughs> Fucking hell, that's that's great, Doolittle. Oh, what a fraud Doolittle was. <laughs> so that's what they did, was it? By uh, the way, uh, I don't know what you're talk, talking about. Do you I don't want to know. Talk to your parrot. I don't know who Mr. Ed is. He's or... a horse. 
Or who Rogers? Who's Mr. Rogers? That man. He's in the Tom Hanks plays him. He's what? massive, and I didn't know who he was, but the film's still very good. I still don't know who he is. Who is he? Tom Hanks plays him. I know who Tom Hanks. Children's is. Entertainer. It was a it was a children's entertainer, but that's the point. There's a cultural cutoff. I mean, Mr. Ed's more of an American guy, anyway. And he was a horse. Mister. <laughs> Rogers, yeah. Mr. Rogers, I meant. Yeah. All right. There's, there's several reasons why I don't know Mr. Ed is. A, it's America. A, it's sort of be, it's chronological. It's before my time, I think. B, it's American, yeah, but... and C, he's a horse. As Sean points out, I mean that is the biggest <laughs> gulf between us. That was a big shot. <laughs> but like we we all know who Henry VIII is. Doesn't mean like we were alive in those days. It's just knowledge. Yeah, you know, do but, that in school. But, you don't do the fucking eighties. <laughs> I think some major historical character is going to live with us. But, like, I, w- I watched The Dam Busters, the film, the other day. Yeah. And I, I, I looked up the cast afterwards, and, like, half of the cast of The Dam Busters film were massive stars in their day. And I, really? I didn't know one of them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know one of them. It makes I tell you everything feel so futile, doesn't it? I tell you what, if we had lost the kids a little bit with our preamble, we certainly <laughs> got them back now with you watching The Dam Busters. Is that the new one, the one that's just come out? Hey, I t- Honestly, the fucking the kids want to get onto the Dan Buster story. Really? It is, oh, it's genuinely exciting. I don't think Dan we've Busters. ever seen it. We yeah. need to watch it. This is supposed to be right. the Christmas episode, this. Where are you, Greg? Are you in your flat? I'm in my flat, yeah. I can I, see um, Christmas tree. To, you should watch the Dan Busters and then look up the truth of, of the Dan Busters. It's fascinating. Will you I shut up about the Dan Busters? <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know whether I can. Greg, I can see. Is that a, a is that a Christmas tree, love? No, of course not. What is it? It's um a fi- it's a fig bush that's uh, take- taking over. I'll tell you what, if we if we lost the kids again, you just got them back again, right there with your fig bush, Greg. <laughs> but the, th- the thing about my fig bush is, like like all things in my flat, at any minute my cleaner my cleaner Chichi could decide. That it no longer belongs here and <laughs> simply kill it. <laughs> but be, because she is the emperor of my flat and that fig bush, I, I absolutely love it. But at any point, she could come in and go, no! And, uh, and, and hack it down. Tell them about, tell them about the, uh, the duvet and the cushions and all that. I, I'm not going to tell you the duvet because it's too involved, but I will tell you this. That when I was in Spain, I bought a paella pan because um, I, I I had um, notions that I was going to cook everyone a paella, right? And uh, and uh, and it was huge. I brought it back from Spain. It was like fucking massive, beautiful paella pan, and um, I put it in my bottom pan drawer, and I didn't use it. And then weeks later, one day, I thought I might make a paella for everybody tonight because some people were coming round. And I went to the drawer and I opened it. Nothing. It had gone. Right. <gasps> And Chi-Chi came in later to clean. And I went, Chi-Chi, she can't speak a word of English, by the way. She's Romanian. And um, I went, Chi-Chi, you haven't seen um, a big pan? I pointed to, to the drawer like this. And she went, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she pointed to my bin and she went, oh, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And I, and I went, you, you've thrown it away? She went, oh, rubbish, yes. <laughs> and I went, Okay. <laughs> what? So no reason. Just I didn't. She didn't fancy it. No reason. Nothing to she, do with she her. She couldn't give. She couldn't give me a reason if she wanted to. She doesn't. 
um, have uh, English. But the point is, I saw in her eyes there was there was going to be no attempt at an explanation. It, it was it was done. Oh my god, I love her. No, then, Greg. And you know, and you know about the the cuckoo clock in the goldfish bowl, Baz. Did I tell you about that? No, no. no. I, I've got a, I've got a cuckoo clock. I, I hate it actually. Um, that's another story. I've got a cuckoo <laughs> clock and I had a goldfish bowl. I don't know why I had a goldfish bowl. But every day, every Friday that she cleaned, she would get the goldfish bowl and put the cuckoo, put the cuckoo clock inside it. <laughs> put the cuckoo clock inside it, right? <laughs> and every week I'd go, oh, I, okay, I don't want that cuckoo clock in that bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want it anyway, I would, but I definitely don't want it in there. I would take the, the cuckoo clock out, put it on the side, and then I put the goldfish bowl in the cupboard. And then the next week I come, sorry, I come back, I come back and she found it and put the cuckoo clock in. <laughs> have you Have you tried to extract a reason? No, no I, I, we haven't even discussed it because it's just happened in pattern. And, and well, it's just there all the time. I would so say, Greg, six, I would say that's maybe where you've gone wrong. Maybe you need to discuss it. But I think, but I think that me removing the clock from the bowl is discussion enough. Well, I think that's a discussion. I, I think Chi-Chi clearly disagrees. <laughs> but I've had the last laugh because I smashed it on purpose. What, the clock or the bowl? Yeah, I, I smashed the bowl on purpose. And while I, while I was doing it, I was going, you've, you've fucking gone. You've finally lost it. <laughs> to, to spite your cleaner, who, who I adore, by the way, you, you, I, I, I wrapped it in paper and, and was tapping it. <laughs> tapping it with a hammer, smashing it. <laughs> not even smashing it in like fury or in a display. Of, no, no, I put I, I put it very gently Basically. in a bin and, t- t- and put some paper around it. And like an elderly it person. <laughs> yeah, and and then I and then I stood stood by the cooking clock when she came in on the Friday. It was like fucking game on. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck putting that clock in something. <laughs> Do you use the cuckoo clock as a cuckoo clock? Do you wind it up and let it cuckoo? And... I, I fucking despise that cuckoo clock. I should have smashed that. I had nothing against that goldfish bowl in retrospect. <laughs> Why did you get the cuckoo clock? Uh, it's just one of those impulsive purchases I've regretted ever since. Does it work? Is it? Does it, it come be... on? It used to. It used to, but it annoyed me so much that, <laughs> that I... Uh, I, I, I pop the battery out so it's so it's sterile it doesn't even well, tell just, the time oh bang. my god it's a battery operated cuckoo clock they oh. yeah, austrians yeah. be turning in their grave you've got to have one of those ones with the chains hanging down what do you mean they'll be turning they are all austrians dead <laughs> then <laughs> what why are they turning in their grave collectively <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be reading the news oh. now listen it is Christmas. This is our Christmas special edition. Woo! Oh, Christ, is it? It hasn't been yeah, very it's... festive so far, has it? Well, Greg's, well, you got, Greg's got his fig bush out. Your fig bush. I'm, wear- I'm wearing dark glasses like Roy yeah. Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got your fig bush out. We've got our little Christmas tree in the background there. I don't know if you can see it. Tiny little one I, I picked up from the garage. I don't think we can see it. There it is. I can't, no. There yeah, it is. It's Rod's oh, is. shoulder. Over oh. my shoulder. You can see the tree over there. Uh, the, uh, Mike and the mechanics reference for the kids. 
just to get the kids back from your dambusters debacle. <laughs> we have some Christmas stories. You know you're on the froth, Greg. You know the rules. I give you some oh, frothy God, I stories. I never, I never miss it. Who was who was on last week? Hmm. I haven't caught up with last week's yet. <laughs> so when you say you never miss it, are you saying that unusually you missed it? I'm saving it. I usually watch them back to back on a Saturday. You watch them. Watch them, do you? <laughs> you right, watch them, Greg. Interesting. Do. <laughs> interesting. <Right>. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> The screen froze then for a second. Was he all cross-eyed? <laughs> How do you know I'm cross-eyed if I'm wearing dark glasses? <laughs> they're not that dark. <laughs> they're not completely... They're not blackout glasses. I know, they're like Roy Orbison's. Yeah, exactly. Eyes. They're perfectly shaded. <laughs> now then, uh, so we've got, we got a couple of frothy stories for you. Let's see which one wastes your time the most. That's what I want to know at the end of this. Which one has wasted your time more? So this one's very christmas My time. My time. Yeah, your time. They're both going to waste your time, but which one is going to waste the, your time Which more? is the most wasting of time. That's right. The most wasting of time. Good phrase, Sean. That, right. that classic <laughs> that classic old English phrase. The old wasting of time. Which be the most wasting which of time. Which be the most old hag. Here's <laughs> <laughs> your first story. It's very festive. Woman spends thousands on vet for farting dog before discovering real culprit. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, man! I mean, I mean, it's all there in the headline, really. But I can yeah. give you a few more details if you want. Uh, it sounds like the, the full story, really. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, apart from the guy's name, the I think it's all there. We can fill in the gaps there. Apart from the culprit's full name, I think we know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was the Let real guess. culprit? Was it her husband? Sean, don't fucking spoiler alert. Well. It's obvious. Don't really it? know who the culprit is already. It is obvious. We don't know yet. Come on. Woman spends thousands on vet for farting dog before discovering real culprit. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> a fucking idiot, isn't she? <laughs> ah, you say that now. You say that now, but you wait till I tell you the full story. Okay. Are you sitting comfortably? No. Nope. I'll begin. Yeah. You say that now, but wait till she sues you for defamation. <laughs> <laughs> a concerned a concerned dog owner <clears throat> spent thousands on vet bills thousands for a gassy dog was stunned <laughs> when she discovered where the foul stench was really coming from <laughs> she explained <laughs> she... I tell you what, I'm on tenterhooks to find out who it is. Are you? No, I know who it is. <laughs> Honestly, I, I've just gone to my phone to see if anyone's texted me. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I genuinely thought at this point in the story, I might see if anyone's texted me. Well, on the front, they I, haven't. That is, and they that haven't. Is, in terms of in terms of which story is going to waste your time, that's a good sign for this story. It's doing well. It <laughs> she is. explained, this is the woman. Okay. <laughs> she explained <laughs> that she was eating dinner with her husband. Oh, hello, I was right. Come on. We don't know yet. Oh, come on. Right. <laughs> she explained she was eating dinner with her husband when she suddenly smelled something disgusting. <laughs> Can I... Can I tell you where I'm at at this point in the story? By all I, means. My, yeah. eyes are fli- my eyes are flicking over the photographs that are on my wall, and I'm I, seeing if some of, the frame, some of the frames are not in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, 
So, okay. So do you remember where you were in the story, okay? She was eating dinner with her husband yeah. when she suddenly smelled something disgusting. Well, it's either him or her food. Well, let's see. My husband instantly made a face. So I knew it wasn't just me who smelled it, she said. <laughs> I'm pregnant. If she's pregnant, it'll be her. <laughs> If she's pregnant, it'll be her. Well, she says, I'm pregnant. My sense of smell has been a little sensitive in this time. I couldn't stand the smell, though, and I left the room. It honestly smelled like rotten eggs. I thought it was a one-off because the dog does fart, brackets, as do we. But a fart this stinky isn't normal, she said. (laughs) Over the next week or so, the smell would come and go at random times. I'm genuinely considering taking up knitting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't knit anything just yet. The smell would come and go at random times and it was impossible to get rid of, even with the help of candles and incense. Candles? (laughs) Eventually, eventually believing her adorable pooch Jerry was the source of the foul stench, she changed the dog's diet. But when that didn't fix the stench, she decided to take him to the vet. The vet ordered several expensive tests to figure out what was wrong with Jerry the pooch. But when the results came back, she was baffled. All the tests, and here's the mystery, all the tests showed that the dog was fine. There's no mystery. We know it's her husband (laughs) farting. Oh, I think it's her. She's pregnant. I'm losing my mind here. Oh. You think you think she's pregnant, so she can't feel herself farting. When you're pregnant, your body like set, lets off loads of gas. So you're not even aware of. Is it. that true, Charlotte? Yeah, but you still feel it. You still no, feel I don't know it. if you. Make, I don't know pre- if you do. Pre- pregnancy doesn't give you a numb anus. Well, it looks like this well, story. It, it looks like it. this story's it captured does, the Greg. imagination. It does, Greg. Pregnancy definitely gives you a numb anus. That's one of the things. <laughs> That's why so many women go for him. It's not. It's not in. It's not in the top ten things. It is. <laughs> it is. It's number eight. It's, you're, you're glowing, and my anus is numb. Can't feel That's my a, anus. Uh, you look Greg? amazing. How's your anus? Greg, how well? How else are you going to know whether Dwarfy is seat to somebody on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> so, all hey, the tests showed the dog was fine. I'm losing oh, my mind God. here, she oh, said. My With my <laughs> I'm losing my mind here. My anxiety, my anxiety started kicking in. What if there's something wrong with him? What if we lose him? I'm so stressed out about the dog. Who, oh. hey, her husband? Oh, the dog. No, the dog. It all came to a breaking point, and I burst into tears. I had a full-on meltdown about losing Jerry the dog. And then, you have to understand, this nonsense has been going on for five weeks my husband confesses the farts weren't the dog. They were him. I was furious. My husband revealed the truth. I kicked him out of the house. So she, he let her spend thousands of pounds. This is the point, Chan. He left her. No, she kicked him out of the house. I didn't mind that he lied in the moment, but he knew we were going to the vet. The vet was confused. <laughs> I mean, that is the time to stop. That's the time to stop. If there's a, a if there's a, not a better reason to leave your husband than, than your husband caused the vet to be confused, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard a better listen, reason. Listen, that's going on the no divorce papers. <laughs> that is the time also, to stop. Once you confuse a vet, stop. 
put it down, like, walk away from the prank. But he must have been, when she was going to the vet with the dog, he was like waving her off going, fucking hell, I should have said something. But this is getting out of hand. They've spent, she goes, he even went to the vet appointments with me. No. <laughs> oh my God. It takes him all, long- of her, all the time feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> it takes him a mental breakdown on my part to say the truth. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Oh. Who are these people? They, they should just be fired into the sea, these people. <laughs> I told also, him. Also, whose dog, whose dog doesn't fart? Yeah. Our dog doesn't no, fart too badly, you know, question. Rosie. She no, she doesn't fart too badly but at the moment. She does when she's eating something she shouldn't. If a dog farts in the forest. <laughs> when, um, when we were kids, we had our, our dog Rex, we had our dog Rex. My dad used to come into the front room um, and have with a, a pretend machine gun in his hand, and um, and he would he would fart at us with the machine gun like this. So he would, he would burst into the front room and go, <laughs> but farting, and, and and then he would try and blame the dog. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't have done this, though. He wouldn't have sent your mum into a panic attack and a full breakdown before admitting it, would he? No. He says, I told him in no uncertain terms he has to pay me back half of the vet bills out of his savings slash fun money. Fun money? <laughs> He's got fun, fun money, though. Money. Now, that's more interesting. Let's dig yeah, down that into what his fun what money is. What with fun money? I don't know what fun money is, but he's going to have to spend half of it on the thousands of pounds of vet bills that they've racked up before he admitted it was him. But why was she... Paying for the vet bills in the first, what not it a shared thing? I don't know the details of that. All I know is he's let them rack up thousands of pounds of vet bills before he's admitted it. And the vet is confused. But That's we the don't worst. know her reaction to him farting in the past. Do you know what I mean? She may lose it when he farts or something. I don't know. It says you're the pregnant woman who dealt with her dog's putrid smelling farts for five weeks, shared her frustration after she found out the truth, and users have called her husband a monster. <laughs> Are they, Did still, we t- are they still together? I don't know. It doesn't say. She's let. So it does say yes. That's she's cooled down. She says she's I've cooled down a bit bored, and I've let him it? come home. And but I've made him make an appointment for himself. I don't know if that was with the vet or with. Yeah, the- what's wrong with him if he's farting for five weeks? She says she cooled off a bit. She let her husband come back home, and, and as long as he's made an appointment for himself. Now, the, vet? the vet was confused before. He's definitely confused now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um... I don't, I think someone just made that up. Let's see what's the what's the most tedious story I can get Rod Gilbert to read out. <laughs> Did we? Oh, you, know, you, said, that. you said you never miss the froth, uh, Greg. You said you listen intently every week. You never miss it. Yeah, every, Sat- every Saturday I save them up. Yeah, every Saturday you save them up. That's good. You'll know then. Did we? T- you'll have heard. No doubt. Have we told you this before? I mean, I won't go into it in detail because it's been on the podcast. I'll just recap for anybody that that enjoyed the story so much they might enjoy a recap or somebody that didn't hear it in the first place. Probably you. Um, was I'll have to, They'll have to oh, remain on. A friend of ours was yeah. ended up on a kind of stag do situation, ended up sort of <laughs> reluctantly in a strip club by oh, the bar. Yeah. With the dancers dancing on the bar above them in the dancing dancers. area. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Have I told you this story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I won't tell you it again. Oh, then. No, I heard it. I heard it on the froth. Oh, did, did you? you? Re- recap, recap for the listeners. Okay. Go on, Ros. Recap. So, so our, our friend is 
at the bar area with the dancers. So there's drinks at the bar, and then the dancers are on the, the sort of table, the platform in front of him dancing. There's music, everything's going on. <laughs> and and he's he's been on a he's been on a stag do. They haven't been eating well, or they've been drinking too much and things. Haven't been looking after themselves. And he decides he's going to have to release a fart that's been really bothering him. Uh, and he re- he releases it, and then he sort of thinks he gets away with it. So then he starts releasing a couple more. <laughs> and, then, and then after a while, the music stops. The dancers leave the stage. And over the... It's in Scotland, I think. And over the, over the PA comes the announcement, whoever's farting on the dance floor with this, they stop it. That's disgusting. It's, no, it's fucking disgusting. It's fucking it's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> whoever's farting on the dance floor. It, they stopped the music. With this. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's it's still one of the funniest things I've ever heard. There's just just the, the video. By the way, listeners, the, there's a video of it on on YouTube of uh, of him. He's been anonymized like a documentary, uh, but it's the, uh, the story's on there. And here, when I heard you two told me the story first, and when he told it, it was even better yes. than right, I thought it was right. going to be. It's <laughs> so funny. Right. They yeah. stopped the like, they stopped the strip club. <laughs> Put the music off. The dancers left until it was sorted out. So the dancers were like mid grind. <laughs> you know my you know my farting story about um, my sister's friend Helen, don't you? No. Uh, he- Helen, um, <laughs> she's a good friend of my sister's, and her name's right. Helen. And she's really lovely. And and um, she's got a hair trigger gag reflex. Oh, wow. So if you even if you even say anything to her that's a bit disgusting, she'll start oh, to go a bit. And we were standing thing. outside Lloyd's Bar in um, Shrewsbury <laughs> in the 90s. And uh, we were chatting away and I, I just let a fart go and she immediately vomited. <laughs> <laughs> And it was it, it was immediate. So I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. She went, Hurrah! <laughs> she didn't even have time to smell it. Just the time. Was it just the noise? <laughs> was it just the noise that she went off? Yeah. Yeah, it was the association. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny! Did you have um, them? If you're trying to keep a fart really like on the lowdown, someone just project. (laughs) Oh my god! Ah, All over the floor. We hadn't even started drinking. (laughs) Oh my god! Didn't you to tell a story about a fart in a crowd in Spain? Did somebody fart on somebody's hands? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was when there was some festival going on in Granada. Oh, uh, I farted on a guy's hand. Oh my Go god! On, yes. what? what? What was it? It was the Spanish guy. Went hey when I farted, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what you were in a crowd, <laughs> and I think the guy's hand brushed against my that, that was against my backside as I farted. Just says you. <laughs> Release. So he felt, he felt the flutter and he immediately went, Hey! <laughs> well, he sort of whipped his hand away. And... Oh, cut the Yeah, gun. which you would. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would, yeah. Oh, my God, inadvertent cut the gun. The lad right. I was at university with was uh, hospitalised by lighting his farts. No way. <laughs> no way. 
Yeah, yeah, he got a backdraft up into his bowels. It burnt his bowels. <laughs> I haven't seen the film. Is that what it's about? <laughs> with, with Kurt Russell. <laughs> is Do that you... what it is? <laughs> it's true. He was genuinely hospitalised. So what happened? He farted. Lit a, tried to light a fart in a jape, yeah? It, do you know what? As a jape, he farted. Yeah. It, it would have to be threw a jape, out a flame. But then as as his, as his presumably numb anus was closing, <laughs> it sucked air back in and it sucked the flame with it and it burnt his bowels. And as I'm telling you this story, I've just remembered it wasn't someone I went to university with. It was one of my mum's friends <laughs> <laughs> who did it at a party when I was a kid. What? <laughs> yeah, no. and I know his name. I've just remembered his name and I won't say it because he's dead. <laughs> I don't think his family will want to hear it. How oh did, my... I fought too many. <laughs> how, how did he, he die? Had to to, he had to go to hospital. No. Genuinely. Greg, was he wearing yeah. trousers or was it a bare, yeah. bare bottom fart? No, the flame went through his trouser material <laughs> and into his bowels. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. I mean, but my God. Out, you can I... shoot out quite a flame, apparently. Well, this is if disgusting. You... If you push air, if you push air out of uh, this is the Christmas special, guys. Then it's gonna, (laughs) it's gonna be a bit of blowback, isn't there? Well, there was with this. this I don't know. I've never done it. It's the Christmas. This is the Christmas special. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like your farts, kids. Yeah, don't. Not even at Christmas. Sa- okay. Santa would disapprove of that. Wasn't there a story with your? What was your story with your dad, your dad hitting your dog with a stick? Oh yeah. Well, let's get let's get really Christmassy if I'm telling that story. <laughs> oh yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> no. My, well, I'm a bit reluctant to do it because I, a I don't think it, it should it should go into a Christmas show, and, and b I think it makes my dad sound cruel, and he wasn't cruel. My dad was a very gentle man, but the dog yeah. kept running away and causing chaos around the town. So he said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap the dog with a stick, with a, a, a tiny, like one of those wooden canes from the garden, like this. It was. Yeah. So I'm gonna tap him, uh, and just, uh, j- just so he knows, you can't keep running away. You can't keep doing that. And, and we went into the other room, and my sister was upset, and we just heard this, <laughs> and then we heard my dad go, "Oh Jesus Christ!" and uh, on being tapped on the backside with this stick, the dog had just spunked up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a magic wand. <laughs> Zoink. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's beginning to feel a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Come on. And the dogs are fucking up. And my mum's friend burnt his bow. If I was your sister's friend, I'd have, I'd have spewed at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good job she wasn't there. Good grief. Oh, here. <laughs> Can you run <laughs> So I fart. So, so far we've covered um, uh, me right. farting in front of a woman, her vomiting, a dog spunking up, and the grown man burning his bowels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Come on. On the 11th day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> My tree. <laughs> 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 okay, and, 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 and appropriately with Greg's glasses. And tonight, thank God, it's the <laughs> <instead> of you. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Right, here we go. This is Christmassy. Come on. This is Christmassy. If we can't here do we Christmas on this, then it's something wrong with us. Okay. <laughs> this story is entitled Festive Tipple. Okay. We all have our hangover tricks at Christmas. Yes. Back okay. to the messages. Yeah. <laughs> the festive season is in full swing, it says. Right? It says brackets, albeit dampened by COVID. <laughs> well, yeah, apart from number 10. I mean, it is. <laughs> it is. in full it's swing. full swing at number 10 in 2020. Yeah, the rest of us dampened by COVID. Yeah. Hey, keep it light, Sean. It's the froth. We don't do, pol- oh, yeah, sorry. We don't do politics. Sorry. <laughs> Greg is definitely checking his phone. Yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> the festive season is in full swing. Brackets, albeit dampened by COVID. Small print. Uh, so, there, there are bound to be hangovers on the cards, it says. Right? So, we're all enjoying Christmas, but enjoy it responsibly. That's the message here. Because we all have our hangover tricks, it says. From hair of the uh, dog... To a pint of water before you, bed, <clears throat> right? To let you know where I am in the story, I'm taking um, ant, an antacid. <laughs> <coughs> From hair of the dog to I a pint of water before bed. I don't even need it. <laughs> <laughs> to antacids. What's your hangover, your go-to hangover? Do you have a go-to hangover cure, Greg? Um, I, I used to, but they discontinued it. <laughs> What is it? What was it? What what was that hangover cure? Uh, it was quite late nineties, early two thousand. It really worked for me. But oh, they by the bell. Oh no, uh, the resolve. Resolve. Oh, resolve. Resolve. Yeah. What happened to resolve? David Brent talks about it. But they must have found out it was dangerous because it suddenly disappeared. It, it went, used to cure it? me. Really? I don't know. It probably caused some sort of genetic mutations. What happened to resolve is a good question. We don't know. We don't know it's caused a genetic mutation for legal reasons, Greg. So I just have a diet coke. <laughs> diet coke, you're right. I that's the only time that's I drink sugary w- drinks yeah, on too. a hangover. Now then, festive tipple, okay, is the story. Okay. So there are bound to be hangovers on the cards, it says, and we all have our favourite hangover trick from hair of the dog to a pint of water before bed. My new system is I drink three pints of water before bed. That's a lot. Wow. 
Now then. Well, Greg, perhaps the biggest myth around hangovers is that drinking lots of water can prevent or cure a hangover. It can, though. That's not true. That's not true. It does. It really can. It says it cleanses your liver. The rate at which your body clears the toxins produced by drinking alcohol, which is what causes your hangover, can't be changed. While water will help to rehydrate you during a rough hangover day, it won't stop a hangover from occurring. It does, though. Well, that's not that's not true because if you it drink on the if you drink water the night you've drunk. Yeah. If I drink it. two, three pints of water, mm. then I don't have a hangover. Yeah. And if I don't have that water, I do have a hangover. Yes. Interestingly, it says here, the, like- N- the NHS disagrees. <laughs> the NHS disagrees and says dealing with a hangover involves rehydrating your body to help you deal with the painful symptoms. The best time to rehydrate is before going to sleep after a drinking session, so drink lots of water. Hey! <laughs> it makes sense, though. If you so go to bed... Who, after who drinking- said it isn't? Uh, this this journalist. If you go to bed after drinking <laughs> a bottle of red wine and no water, you're and fall asleep immediately. You feel like absolute shite when you wake up. It's but this article is all about whether a fry up is a good hangover cure or not. Yes. Whew, well, what I put think? that to the test last it last is. weekend. I put that to the test. Did, Did you? you? Two fry ups, two days. Absolutely two. disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. Just, I, just to check, did you do any drinking at all or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was teenage drunk. But seriously, <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I just can't do it. I get old uh, man drunk. Nor can I. Nor can I really, Sean. But I just found a wind. I, I was drinking. What, the, what are those? Is it awful margaritas? No, those coffee. Uh, oh, espresso martinis. I was espresso drinking mar- espresso martinis. Oh yeah, that'll oh. do it. That'll do it. Don't. And <laughs> Don't get me on to espresso martinis. I talked about it in detail on the Richard Herring podcast. I'm not going to talk about it again. I, I was clinically depressed for 72 hours. After oh, it's that. horrible, isn't it? You're just Awful. convinced convinced that everyone hates you Awful. afterwards. So you yeah. drank espresso martinis and were clinically depressed for 72 hours. I drank espresso yeah. martinis, ran a mile across a cliff top, and then shat myself straight into my trousers and had to undress into a bin oh. bag. So the rule I is... I remember it well. <laughs> I had to rinse his hat, Greg. <laughs> I had to wash his hat. <laughs> that time, you threw, I, your, much you of a threw mess your clothes away, though, didn't you? I threw yeah, all of my clothes they, away. They went to a bin bag. Do you know what occurred to me this only yesterday, funnily enough? Because what happened was just to, I won't go through it again. Re, I'll recap. <laughs> Rosie, shush. I drank seven espresso martinis, and then it's the ti- next it's day, time we had someone shitting himself. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. The next day, on the fourth day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I've realised something about that event. So just to recap quickly, it's on it's on the Richard Herring podcast, the Leicester Square podcast. On I I I I spoke about it in detail. Basically, I had a lot of special martinis. The next day, we all went out for a meal on New Year's Day. I couldn't eat; I was too ill. Then we headed back for a mile walk across a cliff path. I realised I was in trouble very early on in that journey. I ran the rest of the way and across a pitch black, pitch just... black. Hang on, dark cliff path. Yeah. Got back to the flat. Got in the front door, got into the bathroom, put the toilet seat up, just about to sit down on the toilet, just inches away from the toilet. Or really, I was just about und- I was undoing my belt, trying to get my belt undone, and then I shat myself into into my trousers, exploded into my trousers, <laughs> and filled up like a piping bag. And then it went up my back. Five gold rings. <laughs> Oh, my God. It went up my back. Like a baby. Like a baby in a nappy. Up my back and up the back of my hat. That's how bad it was. So that's why I had to wash your hat. But wait, wait. (laughs) Then I asked you, I had to wait in there, in the bathroom, until you guys all came back. 
Then you guys came back and you I didn't said, have to. I said, can you pass me a bin bag? I can't move. So then I got into the bin bags, a huge bin bag, and undressed <laughs> into the bin bag, all my clothes in the bin bag. But then for, then I bagged all that up and I cleaned down the shop. But then I passed the hat out to you yeah. and to say, and said, could you wash that, please? And you washed it for me. Amazing. But why did, <laughs> I was in a bathroom with a sink and a shower. Know, why didn't why, I just wash it in I there? Why did I have to do it? Why didn't I just wash it in also, there? Also, I was saying goodbye to our guests. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course I will. Why did I pass oh it out? God. Have you um have you had an espresso martini since that incident? No. I don't think you will. No, I don't no. think I will. I think because every time someone offers one to you, no, we we both go, no, he won't. No. <laughs> no. Can I just say, you know the bit where you say that you're running across the cliff, and bear in mind it was pitch, it was like night time because it was about six o'clock in the evening. But there was a full moon, so all I could see, and also Barry, I think you were all work- walking alongside me back from this restaurant, mm. was this tiny rod, like ET, panicking <laughs> and rushing in the moonlight across cliff top like, to get home to shit like, himself. It's like an episode of Pole Dark with an unexpected <laughs> end. It's like ET, like e. mate. That's what it was like. <laughs> I mean, it was quite beautiful. Just watching somebody, just watching somebody across the clifftop in moonlight, trying to get home, fumbling at his belt, <laughs> holding, clutching your bottom. RG, go home. Oh, oh my this god, this episode is fucking disgusting. It is. Oh, this episode. <laughs> we, we should do some non-disgusting stuff in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> On the phone. <laughs> now then, I tell you. Okay, says you. So, the, did the fry-up option work? That's the question, Greg. Well, I think it does help. And I, and I think there's been um, scientific evidence that, that high fat, taking on high fat... Okay. Um, yeah. Well, in this does, article does here... Does lessen the impact. In the article here, it says, a fry-up is not the best option if you want to shift that hangover. Oh, some say. As the festive season is... Oh, I said that. If there was a cure to the... Blah, blah, I won't forget that. Uh, doctors at Spire Healthcare said there are lots of hangover myths. Many Brits turn to the deliciousness of bacon, sausages and eggs to lift them out of a hangover slump. However, due to, due to how difficult it is to digest these foods, experts said this may make you feel more sluggish. Avoid foods that will be harder for your body to digest, e.g. dairy products, refined sugar and fatty meat. These foods may also be higher in salt, which can worsen dehydration caused by a hangover. However, this is where Greg... However, some experts disagree and say science supports the bacon butty. Sally Adams, a lecturer in health psychology at the University of Bath, wrote, perhaps one of the most traditional remedies for hangover is a plate of greasy bacon and eggs. Foods such as bacon, eggs, and even broccoli, what, contain an amino acid called cysteine, which scientists claim can decrease the amount of the toxic chemical acetaldehyde, which is produced (laughs) as your body metabolizes alcohol. Acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde contributes to hangover symptoms such as increased heart rate, nausea, and vomiting. So, do you remember, Greg? Do you remember the? Uh, this is a shared experience. <laughs> do you remember the the, the in, sea breeze? In Thailand, wasn't it Hong yeah. Kong? Yeah, it was. It was Hong Kong, and I I thought you were going to die. <laughs> <laughs> we we were. Doing gigs, I think it was Hong Kong. It and was I, Hong Kong. I seem to remember it was a boozy week we were having. And I can remember, I can't remember much about it, but I can remember that we, 
when we went, we were we were going out a few nights in a row, and then we and then we hit a bit of a wall. I think we we absolutely hit a wall where you go, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to go out tonight. It's been, we've been out three nights on the road, trot or something. Yeah, you know, at late every night, drinking heavily and stuff. And then we went, and then, right? We're not going to do it. We're not. Gonna, and then we thought, should we should we just see? Should we just should we just have one drink and see if we see if it gives us a little lift? That's all. Just see if it gives us a little lift. I don't think it will. I think tonight is a write-off. I think we should just go home and have an early night. But let's just see if one drink gives us a little lift. And then we had a sea breeze. Um, yeah. Which I'm not even quite sure what it is, but it's something like vodka, pineapple, I, I juice, know. orange it's, juice. It's, it's grapefruit juice. Right. It'll be the sugar. It's grapefruit juice, vodka, and orange juice, I think. Yeah. Right. And then yeah, the next thing I remember is, well, what do you remember about it, Craig? Well, what I remember is that <laughs> it, it worked, it, it worked <laughs> and, and it turned into the most debauched night of my life without a question. It was disgusting. <laughs> and the reason I, know, that I, I remember, we were watching a covers band. Yeah. There's a lot of covers bands over there. We were watching yeah. a covers band and you and I had, had bought two bottles of fizzy wine like like like, like we were in the Bullingdon club and we were like <laughs> tipping tipping fizzy wine in each other's faces it was disgusting and then every every bar we went in we kept bumping into this huge german man in a tux Do i don't remember he, that he he had a he had a tux, and, and it was like every time we went into a new bar to buy some fizzy wine to pour in each other's faces, he was there, and he was like, "Hello, boys!" Every time, and and by five o'clock in the morning, we were hammered, and we went we went to get something to eat, and we went into this breakfast place, and that German man was sitting in the corner, and he fallen asleep, and he. Uh, he'd fallen asleep in front of the biggest fried breakfast I've ever seen. This is huge, like multiple rashes of bacon I remember and that. And, things. And, and we, item by item, we kept walking around the whole bar and taking it, each, taking it in turns to take an item of his breakfast and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the end, we'd, eat, we'd eaten all of his breakfast apart from the beans. All he, all he had was a giant plate and a tiny loaf of beans. And then Apart we from the bread and the beans, no spoons. And we, we, waited, we waited him for him to wake up. And he, he was like this. And he did. While we were watching, he woke up. He went... And then he sat forward and he looked down at his breakfast. His face was like a fucking cartoon. He went like this. <laughs> and then, oh and then we God. started ordering. We started ordering more shots, oh and I God. and I bailed out. It's like six o'clock. I bailed, and you stayed. And, I, and then right. I didn't see you till the, I didn't That's see you till right. the following night. And when I saw you, I thought I thought you were. Um, That's right. Oh, you're going to die. <laughs> Oh, and it was—I yeah. tell you what—it was a trip of high emotions. That because yeah. the other thing I remember is after a, a different piss up, I finished reading *The Great Gatsby* in the <laughs> morning, and it upset me so much I had that, to go. It was definitely Rodham. a different morning. <laughs> I had to go right. and wake Rodham to talk about humanity. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good trip that. Oh, and also I, this one, this one. Do you I remember don't remember you spent, bumping into that German spent, guy I, at all. 
I don't remember seeing him at all that night, but I do remember <laughs> seeing him slumped in front of the breakfast. And I remember vaguely us eating his breakfast from under his nose. And then I, I got, a, I can, I'm sure that you came to my room and I had a piece of bacon on my head or something. I'm sure oh, I had maybe. a piece of bacon on my forehead. <clears throat> I don't remember I, that. I, no, I'm not sure I do either. But I, I'm, I'm, I could have sworn that the next day in the hotel, I came home and I had a rasher of bacon on my head. Um, when, like, the next day. I was, it, well, um, it might well, well have been. Maybe you missed when we were stealing the items. I went on a blind date when I was 16 or 17 to a Christmas ball like the other school's Christmas ball. And I was really nervous because I was going on my own. I didn't know anybody. So why was I going? It's fucking weird. I, I was in a ball gown and a tiara meeting this guy I'd never met before on a blind date. And I was so nervous that I went to a karaoke night first and got really drunk. <laughs> We're like in a different pub. And then I got to the ball, which is like a th- everyone's in tuxes and ball gowns and stuff, and did a pint of top shelf before meeting this guy. And I can't remember Ooh. anything about it. Apart from, do you mean uh, when you say a pint of top shelf when they go along the optics? Optics, optics, and people were buying it for me because I was like, I'm really nervous. I don't know who he is. And then I don't remember anything about the evening apart from the next. The next day, I was on shift in Marks and Spencer's. I was working in Marks and Spencer's at six (laughs) a.m. on the till, going bip, (laughs) bip, like I was hanging (laughs) with people coming in. Christmas time, obviously. What? what the I day? don't know, but people would come in. People like would go in, hey, saw you last night. And it, I was putting the story together as they were coming in with their parents and buying <laughs> stuff. And they were like, you are right. I saw you fall down behind Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then someone told me I'd weed oh, in God. the street. Oh. On a first oh. day. Where was this? In Kamalan? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yay. Hallelujah. I still went out with him for ages. And a piss in the high street. <laughs> it was um I still went out with him. You still went out with him? Yeah. One spanking dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for quite a while. <laughs> oh, what a right, look, out, look out to press look out to press barriers because he knows he's got heads at this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, just on. to finish off this story it says here, the, here of the dog while effective for a short period won't work at some point you're going to come crashing down if you keep drinking that's yeah. not true it's not as bad <laughs> uh, just hey I'll just give you some tips because Dep- it depends which dog you don't want that farting dog <laughs> <laughs> This has been this, you know, it's been a bit of a debauched episode. So I should just say, the health it's absolute service. filth. I'm so sorry. But, what, <laughs> but listen, I can I can rescue this by giving out some sensible, festive drinking tips to people if they are going to indulge. Don't drink more than you know your body can cope with. Don't drink on an empty stomach. How do you know how much your body can cope with until until you test the limit? Don't ruin it, Sean. This is the public health message I'm giving that will make all the rest of it okay. Yeah, don't drink. I don't drink more fun. than you know your body can cope with. If you're not sure how much that is, just be careful. Don't drink an empty stomach. Don't drink dark-coloured drinks if you found you're sensitive to them. Drink water or non-fizzy soft drinks in between each alcoholic drink and drink a pint or so of water before you go to sleep. Keep a glass of water by your bed for a sip if you wake up during the night. There What's we go. What's the thing about dark-coloured drinks? Don't drink dark-coloured drinks. I think whiskey and dark rum and they stuff like that, they've got you, they? stuff in them, probably, that yeah. makes them worse like for you. Is awful. Yeah, I, hangover-wise. I and... don't know. I think so. Yeah. Some you people bet, can be sensitive. With, with vodka. 
I certainly think, though, that with that lovely... Well, yeah, yeah, because... Because if you drink vodka, it means you're not you're not up for a night out, Barry. But honestly, right when we it, when we used to when we were on tour, if I ever ordered a, a vodka, that was some of the worst hangers I've ever had. I used to come to breakfast it's, every morning, just going, "This has got to stop." Uh, this is a real source of tension between Barry and I, and it's time we had it out. Right. Well, actually, we, we well, I tell you what, it by getting you hammered on vodka one day. The Christmas he, episode he, is definitely the time to hammer this out. What is it? Let's have yeah. it out. Let's have okay, it out. So when, when we were when we were on tour after the gig. If if I didn't have either beer or rosé wine, rosé wine, he, he would get really angry. If I went, if I went, I'll have a vodka. He'd look at me like, "Oh right, you're having a quiet one, are you?" And I'd be like, "Vodka is alcohol. Yeah. I will get drunk." No, no. Just... no, it was always his little sign when he when he wants to have a, a, an early night and get up and go for a have a gym morning the next morning. I always saw him he'd quietly order a, just a, a vodka and fresh lime, please. I go, all oh, right, okay. Well, that's the end. That's that's oh, the end of the go. fun for the night. It wasn't Barry, a Horlicks. for a vodka. Barry, I asked for vodka in a teapot. Yeah, then then we'd be on. Or if you exactly. put a Red Bull in it, but vodka and fresh lime, please. Our oh, early night is it? Well, enjoy the tour. Yeah, let's have a great laugh on the tour. <laughs> Yeah, so you had to eat your words um, a couple of months ago when I made you a couple of vodkas and you got absolutely yeah, hammered. Yeah, you, you, like, you, deliberate, you deliberately put half a bottle into those drinks to make a point. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> so this is when you're on tour, when uh, Greg and Barry, when you're on tour together, you're talking about sort of what did you ever, have you ever had, this is just the last question from me, have you ever had, Greg, special guest Greg Davis, thank you very much for joining us. We'll choose the winner in a thank moment. You. But have you ever had a sea breeze since that trip i haven't i think i have had one and i think it was disappointing i i I think that i think that night was uh was uh i should have left my relationship with sea breezes to that memory of you and i but i mean the thing to remember is it wasn't sea sea breezes just made us go oh i think maybe we can we can handle another night you know, and half an hour later, we're spitting champagne in each other's faces <laughs> like it's the 1920s. <laughs> the thing I liked about that German man was he must have been in five bars that we went into. And every time he was just at the back of the room and he caught our eye and go, hello, boys. <laughs> like he was expecting us. I love that. Well, I hello, boys. <laughs> Well, I didn't realise we knew him. I thought I was eating a stranger's breakfast. <laughs> Listen, it's time It's time to go, uh, folks. So, uh, which of those is the froth of the week? Which of those is the bigger waste of time? The story about the, the farting dog that wasn't? Or f- why fry-ups why make your hangovers worse? Which story that wasted your the time? The last one, that was the most pointless. That was more pointless than the farting dog that wasn't. What yeah, do you think, Greg Davis? Really yeah. Every, yeah, of course. Everybody knows about hangovers and what you know what's best for them by now. It's, they run these stories every year. Lazy journalists run these stories. So it's the farting. It's the woman whose husband was uh, hiding his fart. Is the winner? Is, yeah, is, is the, the man who is the least pointless? The man who only fessed it's up. The least pointless. Just farting also, after his wife pointless. had a nervous breakdown. You're going with that <laughs> as the most, the, as the best story, the best story of yeah. the two. Greg, thank you very much for joining us on the on thank the, you, the very festive Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at Look at Paris. Look at Paris. 
I know, but he's like... He's so gutted. Sorry, he, we loves, can, he loves Christmas. We can put some sleigh bells under all of this. It'll be fine. Yeah, pop a few sleigh bells under it, Barry. Yeah, I think I think we should write out all of the things that are in this uh, it, it, uh, into the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, and then we should record it for the end. Yeah. It'd be, really lovely, it'd be a beautiful way to end. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just put holly on the sides. One spunking dog. <laughs> nice to see you all. You too, love. <laughs> Lovely to see you all. Thank you very much for joining us on the Christmas episode of The Froth. Special guest Greg Davis, oh, Barry oh, Castagnola, oh. Sean Harris. Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas, Christmas everybody! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Eleven shans weeing. Ten Helens puking. Nine Spaniards shouting. Eight Germans sleeping. Seven strippers leaving. Six doctors bunking. Five conclusions. Four, Four shitting hats, three, three top shells, two cuckoo clocks, and a pregnant person with a numbness. Merry Christmas! Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find us at the Froth Podcast and our YouTube channel where you'll get extra Froth content. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars and spread the word if you enjoyed it. This podcast was a Flan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.